תפילת החברים. בורא יקר, מודים לך על שאתה תמיד... Thank you for always taking care of the friends with great love and showing us what to work on, how everyone can overcome themselves. Join our hearts and give every friend the opportunity to hold on to the ten in order to be properly aimed towards the goal. And in our longing for our connection, we will make you happy. and give you contentment. שלום, אנחנו בשיעור בנושא פסח, נקרא קטעים נבחרים מן המקורות. Passover for us is the greatest holiday because it's the holiday of uh, the exit from our ego, from our will to receive, from disconnection from the Creator, from uh, distancing from the friends. Passover is the beginning of the spiritual path when we emerge from the clamps of the ego that is holding us together and not allowing us to breathe. And we want to run away from it and to advance in our connection and reach the establishment of the vessel of Adam Arishon, a single vessel, a single soul, and also to feel there the one spiritual world, one light, one creator, and we're all together. It's very important. There is actually no greater holiday than Passover. Pesach, in Hebrew, from the word Pesach, skipping, that it skips, it goes over 
from the state of, you know, order to receive to the state of, you know, order to bestow. This is why the exit from our ego, from the will to receive, from this earthly, artificial nature that the Creator created, exiting it is truly a great holiday. From that, we begin everything. So, please, we will start from uh, item number five. Yes, we'll start from item five from Rabash. Abraham's question was that he saw what would be the inheritance of the land, which is Malchut that carries the upper abundance, which contains the five Prinot Naranchai of Kedusha. Also, it is known that there is no light without a kli, meaning no filling without a need. Yet Abraham saw that Israel have no need to obtain the completion of the degree. Rather, if they attain a little bit of illumination from above, they will be satisfied. Naturally, they would have no need to obtain the Naranchai of Neshama that is included in Malchut, which is called the inheritance of the land. This means that, first of all, a person should feel that he has a need for a vessel so that he will want to receive all the parts of the soul, all the feelings, that they will fill the soul, that they will come and fill all of his internality so that in every thought, in every desire, he will have only the point of connection with the Creator. And if one is already in such a state, then he has prepared himself for the exodus from Egypt. Abraham was able to tell his students, his nation, what he discovered, and just that they will yearn for that state? No, no, no. It's impossible to explain it with words, to simply pass it as a story. The person has to go through it inside of his emotions, inside his inner feeling. This is why the, the whole path is so long, and it has to go over each and every person, over each and every creature. In any case, if that's how it's felt, what to do? Hold on to the ten and ask the Creator for faith? Yes, the entire exodus from Egypt is that we turn to the Creator and ask, demand, truly, cry, and this is out of our connection. For us, there are only, always only two actions, which is to connect between us and to turn to the Creator.
עם בקשה. With a request. בסדר. אוקיי. פיטי 17. We have to continue with the same advice that the Kabbalists give us, meaning to connect between us and in our connection to turn to the Creator. And in that we should see all of the means that uh, we have. We don't need anything besides that. We don't need to change anything in our families or in our countries or, or in anything, but only connection between us and turning from the connection to the Creator. H10. Shalom, Rav. Every one of us went through his personal path before he came to this great B'nai Baruch group. Can we call that some coming out of a personal exile? From the personal exile, yes. The fact that we've reached a, a big group that can provide, supply us with that environment, which is actually coming out of the exile of Egypt, truly. Yes, this is already a large part of the Exodus. The fact that we are sitting together, connecting together, and learning together, and we can encourage and help each other with all kinds of means, with the books and clips and the studies, the lessons, both for the men and also for the women. This already is considered the people, the nation, that are ready for the exodus from Egypt. Ready not internally yet, but externally. However, nevertheless, they have prepared themselves and they're holding themselves in such a way that they want to learn what are the stages in the exodus from Egypt. We want that these stages of uh, exiting the ego will go over us and that we will feel on ourselves, each one of us and all of us together, what does it mean to exit? What does it mean to exit the ego? What does it mean to rise above this world to an upper world? What does it mean to come out of the feeling of corporeal reality that exists in, in order to receive to a feeling of the spiritual reality whose existence is in order to bestow. Let's hope that we will feel it soon. 
then I won't have a hard time explaining it because it is impossible to explain it. It's like we talk about uh, some places in the universe that exist beyond our ordinary perception. There are other additional places or regions in the universe where the different laws exist, different qualities, and who knows how all kinds of created beings exist there, in which forms, etc. And so we are about to get to know them. about to get to know them. And what is the exile of the ten? Now it's with, with respect to our great group now? The exile of the ten is that it feels that it's not connected enough in order to discover within it the force of the Creator and feel themselves as one man with one heart to the extent that they get closer to each other in such a way, to that extent, it is considered that they're rising towards each other, towards each other spiritually. Turkey 4. Salam. Salam. Should one believe in this salvation while in exile? Certainly. Certainly. About the exile, the Creator explains to the created beings even before they enter Egypt that he also told Abram and others that he had prepared the state where they will be in exile and will very much want to come out of it, that uh, he's preparing this exile for you, and bit by bit they will suffer the exile first, they enter the exile more and more with a good feeling that it's to their benefit, it's a good land, beautiful land, but later on they uh, will feel how much this state is a, is a bad state, not because they lack anything corporeal, but rather it's only the disconnection from the Creator, that He's not with them. They will start to feel it, to detect it, uh, this is what will repel them and push them out of Egypt. That in Egypt there is all the abundance, whatever you want, except for the recognition of godliness. Imagine to yourself that you are in a state where you have no deficiencies that you cannot fill, any corporeal ones. Whatever is in this world, you'll receive it and even more and more. 
And only one thing is missing, the recognition of godliness. That is, that we now can uh, detect, can look, find ourselves that we exist in a kind of Egypt. Mini Egypt. Take this whole world, just live alone the attainment of the Creator. That is Egypt. And if you want that, only to attain the Creator and all of the uh, corporeal things that you get are for you such that uh, you cannot feel anything in your soul through them, then the vessel of the soul opens up for you when you cannot pacify yourself. That nevertheless, you feel that your life is empty, but you lack nothing, actually. Economically, and in all kinds of other forms, I'm living much far better off than many, most people in this world, but I don't appreciate it. It's okay in order to survive, but all in all, what am I doing? What am I living for? How do I finish my life? And who knows when they will end. It could be today, it could be tomorrow, it could be in 20 years. But nevertheless, the end will come. So with which results do I uh, come out? What do I acquire when I have such an opportunity? I look at the billions of people who have no opportunity to get to know the state that they exist in, and I do understand it to some extent at least that there is something else that I can add, that I can attain, that there are possibilities for a person to attain another world that exists in our universe, in our perception. It's the spiritual world, and I can rise to a degree where the upper force is and see the entire world, people, and myself from the upper state. And uh, this is what saves us. These thoughts that come, they truly save us from remaining a beast. Hello, Rav. Hello, friends. My friend is asking, what can increase the feeling of the exile? What does it depend on? How can we strengthen the deficiency to feeling the exile? Well, first of all, it depends on the root of the soul. If according to the root of the soul, meaning the innermost point that exists inside 
a person's desire. He belongs to this desire that has to attain a connection with the Creator. That point is called the root of the soul. Then the person yearns for that. And he does all kinds of actions. It draws him. And then he reads and hears and uh, investigates. He doesn't know where to learn about that until he reaches us. And uh, this is how he advances. Well, so, so this lack, uh, this sensation of a, a new desire, or, or maybe let's say emptiness. That becomes acutely felt within all of humanity. Yes, it will be felt in the uh, whole of humanity. Not the way it is for us, one by one, in a discreet manner, but rather it will be felt in great parts, in great masses throughout uh, the whole of humanity. They will have some kind of an awakening, let's say, like all of China, for example, discovers itself that they have a certain relation to this. And this is how it will be with uh, many parts in the world. Good morning, Rob, friends. How do we enter Egypt? We talk a lot about the Exodus, but how to really feel Egypt? The entrance to Egypt begins when we want to be connected and we discover that we cannot be connected. That inside of us, there is some uh, evil inclination. And it is hindering us. It's not allowing us to be connected. And at first, we recognize these things as good, that uh, we can be together and do something and uh, gain something and succeed. But later on, we discover that it actually comes, you know, the to-do harm to us, that it is against us, against our desire. And this is how we discover the bad force, opposite the good force, and the exile begins. How to feel that we really can't do, because in the meantime we yell that we are connected, that we want to, that we feel good connection. We will learn that, and you will see, it's uh, right ahead of us. Раф, мне подарили десятку, клей для получения света Творца. I was given the ten as a gift, a, a vessel for the reception of the light. How can I appreciate this gift if the, the importance of the ten disappears? 
ask the Creator that He will show you what the ten actually is. What is this special vessel, this special state? That only through it you can receive a connection with the Creator. And uh, you can advance in this way. Following Koss's question, we talk about the demand of a single vessel. How does that grow within us, the quality of Abraham? The fact that we yearn for a single vessel is considered that we awaken within us the force of Abraham. Avraham Avraham is Avraham, the father of the nation. The father of the nation, meaning before Abraham there was no such a concept of a nation the people of Israel who yearn straight to the Creator. Beginning with, it started, it began with Abraham. And this is why this is why Abraham is called this way, Abraham. How by Attracting the quality of Abraham, we grow this single vessel. We yearn to be together in the same point of desire so that in that point the Creator will be revealed. This is the beginning of the vessel of Abraham or the vessel of uh, the beginning of the vessel of Adam. Rabbi, I wanted to ask, I heard you say before that in Egypt you have everything, all the best, but you just lack the recognition of godliness. That's right, yes. What what does it mean that you lack the recognition of godliness? As we see it according to the story of Egypt, they have everything there, they had a good life. And um, in the corporeality, the still vegetative, animated and speaking, it was filling each and every one with anything necessary except for spirituality, meaning there was no connection with the Creator. This is why that's what they ultimately uh, those who have such a desire to discover the creator they go through a state called Egypt where they have everything in life except for the desire and the ability to attain the creator this is what uh, one cries out about and in the end he doesn't accept any compensation but only to get to know the creator this is what delivers him 
information. So if I may continue, so what is the work in Egypt? Because we were told there are two actions, connection and uh, a prayer, and that there's no recognition of godliness here. So how do we work? In Egypt, we have to be connected. The work is always only on the connection between us. And we will learn even more from the story of Egypt. What does it mean? What is the the work in Egypt? What do we have to yearn for? And under what condition we can already emerge from Egypt? My question is, where does the connection with the Creator come in here if we don't have His recognition in Egypt? How do we demand of Him that He will do work on us if we don't have the recognition of godliness? Rav, let us begin to study this matter. Why are you putting pressure here? Let us get into it and study it. We have some time before us now when we have to learn what is our state in Egypt, inside of our ego. How do we get to know that this is the ego and it is against us, detrimental to us, and we have to run away from it. And how do we run away All of these states, we have to learn them and detect them, that we exist in them and use them in order to come out and to come out with a great possession that we take all of our bad desires from Egypt and we run away from Egypt itself and we correct and fill them outside of Egypt. Again, except number six. Abraham saw, according to the rule, that there is no light without a clay, meaning that there is no filling without a lack, that if the Creator were to give Israel a little bit of illumination and awakening from above, they will settle for little and will have no need or higher degrees. As a result, Abraham saw that there was no way for the people of Israel to receive the inheritance of the land, since they have no need for it. This was the question. How will I know? It is not that he did not believe what the Creator had told him. Rather, his question was that he said that he could not see them having a need for it. It is like giving something precious to a person who has no need for it then he cannot enjoy it. It follows that even if they are given the inheritance of the land, without the need, they will not be able to enjoy it. Although from the perspective of the giver, everything is fine, but if the lower one has no need, what can the giver do? This is what Abraham asked.
Да, дорогой Раф, а вот для чего Аврааму и нам нужно знать о предстоящем Abraham and also we, why do we need to know about this approaching exile? What does it give us? Doesn't it take away from us the work or how should I even direct myself correctly? I can somehow elevate the situation or prepare myself better for this uh, exile. Rob, the thing is that the spiritual, our spiritual ascent well, certainly it is predetermined for each and every one and also at any point in time and in each and every state we just need to want this thing to work on us this is why there is nothing new or scary here. We, the, the, the world exists. It is written that uh, the Creator saw the world uh, in its final form at the end of correction, and He saw that it is very good, where it is both good and also very good, meaning the entire world to bestow and the entire world to receive. They will all... Uh, connect, join in order to reveal the final adhesion at the end of correction. We just have to reach all of these states on our own. We have to learn how to attain the degree of the Creator. Because the the word Israel only testifies to the direction, Israel, straight to the Creator. So this is what we have to reach. Bit by bit, we learn about it and we realize it. Can we somehow prepare ourselves for these exiles in some manner or to somehow build them in the right way or reach these states uh, on our own? Practically, what can we learn from this excerpt or from this uh, experience? We have to connect in a group as much as possible and go through all kinds of states in our life and realize that all of this comes only from the point of the shattering, the point of the ruin. And then each and every one should realize what it is that he has to do. How does he bring himself back to the point of connection? So that even though all of the vessels are broken and there is no connection between them and they are all in contradiction between them, then the more we advance, we have even more and more collisions between us, between these vessels, between our desires and thoughts and intentions. Nevertheless, we do want to connect all of them together. We want to make out of it a single weaving 
And this is how we study life, we learn life. And, and the more we advance, there are greater problems, bigger weapons, bigger ego. And the wiser we become, we also have this foolish and greater evil inclination and we are not capable of arranging anything until we realize that only by turning to the Creator that He would arrange the right connection between us. Only this can establish for us the right life. And then according to how much the Creator opens it up for us, opens up the right system, we begin to feel the spiritual world where we are. Yes, Rav. So it turns out that everything depends on the deficiency, actually. So how do we activate the deficiency in the 10? How do we increase it? By wanting to connect together so as to attain the goal of life and connection between us. So, what do we do? Simple. Connect so that in the connection between us, we aim to attain the purpose of life. And then you'll discover in the connection of your ten, the Creator, that He's there in the ten. A question. What is a, a people for us? This, what is this concept of a people or a nation in our work? We don't yet attain the group that we can call nation. We only attain tens, and also not there yet, but we still have to establish these tens between us, ten of men, ten of women. The nation is essentially some great group that is not even yet listed as as tens or hundreds or, or thousands, just a, just a big group that more or less has the same goal and they agree to somehow move towards that goal. How can we increase our yearning or the hunger, the need, the lust for the Creator? How can we increase by talking to each other, connecting to each other, working together, by connecting and praying in order to receive from above the need and will for that? And that's how we advance. Uh, 
that a friend has the ten and the, and the morning lessons and everything is fine and he's satisfied and he can stay this way for years, pacified, calm. How do we jump each time against this desire of simply to settle for it? What am I getting up for? What am I doing today? What result do I end my day with? How do I appear towards the others? There are many issues here. That if a person wants to awaken himself, then he always has around him this big group that's divided to tens and then he can see himself and where he is with respect to them because envy, lust and honor take the person out of this world. We forget each time. Why does this forgetfulness exist? It's not, it's not that you forget. It's in order to renew the force of movement forward that you'll each time look at the others and want to be at least like them or more than them. But if I don't want to be like them, what, what is the work or the, the war here? If you don't want to be like them, then you're just falling behind. So, we will read excerpt number 7 again from the Pesach, Pesach Passover document. Rabash writes, How, said Abraham, will they receive the light when they have no vessels called need? And then the Creator told him, Know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs. In other words, the people of Israel will be in an Eretz land, meaning Eretzon, desire, that does not belong to the people of Israel. Rather, they will be under the governance of the will to receive, which belongs to Pharaoh, king of Egypt. They will be tormented, meaning that the people of Israel will suffer because they are unable to work in order to bestow which would bring them the kut, adhesion with the Creator. At that time, they will need the Creator's help. As it is written, and their cry rose up to God from the work. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered His covenant with Abram. From the beginning of creation, as the shattering of the vessel of Adam Rishon took place, from each and every part, piece, there is certainly some spark. There is no desire to receive on the human level that has no spark that belongs to Kedusha. And therefore, all human beings in their final correction must achieve a state of adhesion with the Creator. 
Everything began from Abraham. Therefore, his name, Avraham, Avraham, meaning the father of the nation, and the nation is those people, all of humanity, that will have to get closer to the Creator. It started from Him. And so we have to understand what's written in these stories and what, what actually happened there with Abraham and Babylon and so forth. And what he did with Terach, with his people, meaning those people who were willing to follow him. And so they did. And they came out of Babylon and entered the land of Israel. Obviously, all those things are not about geography, even though we can also notice the the, the geography of it. But we see it according to spiritual ascents. So, Abraham is called father of the nation. And so from him, this group called Yeshael, straight to the Creator, started. It didn't exist before. So you can see we're talking about some unity of human beings who took upon themselves a goal that they wish to reach, a spiritual goal, and that's how it happened. And all of the questions of Egypt that they had to go through, through that state between them called Egypt a bad state that's in order to obligate them to be more connected that each of them will feel that he has no choice and in order to be saved from death and death is increasingly felt as detachment from the creator So for that, they have to be more and more connected between them. And that's how they'll advance. The question is, what force does this demand of Israel uh, require in order to reach redemption? They need only connection between them and to open that connection towards the Creator so He shines in that connection. And that will give them knowledge, the mind, the power, everything. 
but they have to do that. Raf, Sie sagten gerade, im Exil sollen wir uns verbinden, um den Sinn des Lebens zu finden. Was ist der Sinn des Lebens? Raf, I heard you say that in the exile we have to connect in order to discover the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to attain the Creator that will fulfill all of our thoughts and desires. Then we rise from this world, this dark, disconnected world, to the upper world that is eternal and whole. Hello, if a person has already awakened and he's active in the activities of the group, so what can awaken the desire in such a person? What will increase his desire? Influence of the environment. Nothing besides that. Only the The environment includes friends, books, the study, but that is what can increase his desire. Привет, Раф. Написано, что они будут страдать. It says that they will suffer, the nation of Israel, from not being able to perform actions of bestow. How can we reach such a state that we're suffering that we can't bestow? It's a great state. It is uh, a great state that you can attain only when you look at the friends and you envy them. We need to envy them. Look at the friends that you've got. I'm sure that if you look closely and correctly, you'll see that they are connected between them more than they have. They are connected with you. They help each other. They have a greater connection then uh, they are with you and so on and so forth. Keep looking and you'll see that you're not in them. You are somewhere off to the side. You'll see and then you will want to be inside of them, closer to them, and you'll start to work somehow. Dear Rav, Abraham is the force from above that awakens within us the, the, the lack. And do we need to pray the Creator to send us Abraham? Ken. Ken. Yes. Yes. And the descendants of Abraham, who are those descendants within me? Who is 
הצאצאים של אברהם שבתוכי. Рав, скажите, пожалуйста, в чем состоит разница для нашего ощущения между понятиями? Насколько мы можем определить свое правильное You were saying that we need to reach a need and that we'll have the ability to come out of Egypt. So how great should that need be? Does it have to be the whole vessel that's connecting in this need? To have this ability? No, it's enough to have a number of friends. A small number of friends. We are reading in the book of Zohar the introduction to the book of Zohar, the article, a general explanation for the 14 commandments and how they are divided into the seven days of Genesis. We're in item 8. Roshomim? Item 8. Okay, yes. The fourth commandment, know that Lord is the God, meaning we have to attain the Creator on the degree where He is like a God to us, like Elohim. To include the name Elohim, the Nukva of Zeranpin, and the name of Havaya Zeranpin, to know that they are one, and there is no separation in them. And this is the verse, let there be lights in the firmaments of heaven, set on the fourth day of the deed of creation. This is so because here the Nukva of Zeranpin was included in Zeranpin in the single name, Lights, indicating that there is no separation between them, for they are of equal level. I don't see any questions. What can you say about this one verse? Read it. 
Again, number eight. The fourth commandment is, know that the Lord, He is the God. To include the name Elohim, Nukva of Zeranpin and the name Havaya Zeranpin. To know that they are one and there is no separation in them. This is the verse, let there be lights in the firmament of heaven set on the fourth day of the deed of creation. This is so because here the Nukva of Zeranpin was included in Zeranpin in a single name, lights, indicating that there is no separation between them, for they are equal of equal level. We have already extended the Vak to Nukva in the lower unification of bless the name of the glory of his kingship forever and ever. On the third day of the deed of creation, in the verse, let the land bring forth grass. Now we must extend the Gal to it, so we'll be face-to-face with Zeranpin on an equal level, without any difference of degree between them, as the name Lights indicates, both of them together, that Havaya is Elohim. The unification was explained in the third commandment in which we drew only Vak because the form from the Chaze and above of Zeranpin with Lea to Abaveima, meaning only the six vessels Chabad Chagat of Zeranpin. Because of the harsh judgment from Chaze of Zeranpin and below, they could not rise to Abaveima, which are pure without any judgment. And since there were only six vessels in Zeranpin, he received only six lights, Chagat Nehi, and three lights, Chabad, remained outside because he did not have the vessels to receive them. The mode by which the lights enter is that the lower ones enter first. Hence, the three upper ones remained outside. And since Zeranpin had Vak lacking Gal, the Nukva too did not receive more from him. However, now that the unification in Rachel from Chazeh of Zeranpin and below, who was dry, was already done, and she became a land that bears fruits and offspring, precisely because of the harsh judgment from Chazeh of Zeranpin and below who completed love on both sides. It becomes revealed that this harsh judgment in Rachel is a great merit, more 
than the great merit from Chazav Zeranpin and above. This is so because from Chazav Zeranpin and above, the Mochin could not receive in the upper Nukva because of the dry land. But now, through the harsh judgment, the dry land became a fruit-bearing land. Hence, the harsh judgment was inverted into complete light, but was regarded as black light, a light that exists only by the power of the black, the harsh judgment. It follows that now there is no difference between Chazav Zeranpin and above or from the Chazav and below, since the whole difference was only because of the harsh judgment in Rechel. And now the harsh judgment has been turned into complete light. For this reason, now the entire partzuf of Zeranpin and Nukva can rise to Abaveima. Even the vessels Nehi from Chazav Zeranpin and below regarded as black light. It is so because black light in white light are one without any difference. Moreover, the black light enhanced the mochin far more than when they were white light of above the chazeh. And since all ten vessels of Partzuf Zon rose to Abba he can now receive all ten sefirot of lights, including the lights of Chabad that he lacked and which are called light of the face. The Nukva Rachel, who caused all that to Zeranpin, also takes the Zmochin of the face from Zeranpin, and Zeranpin becomes face to face with Nukva. On an equal level, as it is written, let there be lights. This explains the order of the unification of Gar of Zon on the fourth day of the deed of creation. We could ask, but on the fourth day was the diminution of the moon. So why is he saying here that it is the unification of Zon face to face? It is so because the emanation of the worlds and the commandments are separate and must not be compared to one another. Well, that's not so clear to us. We might need to read it again and maybe more around it, but that's what he's telling us about these uh, first corrections that took place. We'll find words. Item 9. Number 9. We could ask, why were the Mochin of Zon divided into two days? 
the third day, Vak of Mochin, and the fourth day, Gar of Mochin. Also, why were they not both on the same day? In the beginning, only Chazer of Zeranpin and above could rise to Abba Ve'ima. Since from the Chazen below, there was, was the harsh judgment. Through the extension of Mochin of Vak from Chazer and above, Mochin of Vak were extended from Chazer and below in the lower unification too. And the harsh judgment became the black light on the third day. Once it was completed, it became possible to raise the from the Chazet and below of Zeranpin on the fourth day too. Since after the harsh judgment became black light, the vessels from Chazet and below could rise as well. Since black light and white light are one, without any difference. And since the vessels Nehi from the Chazet and below rose too, the Gar were extended to them. Thus, it was impossible to extend them at once because before the harsh judgment became light, it was impossible to raise the from the Chazet of Zeranpin and below along with Rachel to Abba but only from Chazet of Zeranpin and above with Le'ah, who receive only Vak. After the completion of Vak, the second time is required to raise from the Chazet of Zeranpin from below along with Rachel, and then they receive the Gal. There is also a difference between Mochin of Vak and Mochin of Gal regarding the rise of Zon to Abba Ve'ima. Zon cannot rise to Mochin of Vak by themselves. Rather, Yisut raises them to him. But Mochin of Gal, Zon, rise by themselves and do not need Yisut to raise them. Since upper and lower are discerned by the degree. And it is so because the lower one is not as pure as the upper one. Hence, it is considered lower. Accordingly, it is difficult to understand how the lower one could rise to the upper one. Who removed the difference between them to the point that the lower one would equal the upper one and rise to him? After all, it is necessary that if the lower one rises to the upper one, it is equal to it. The explanation is in the association of the quality of judgment with the quality of mercy.
When Malchut rose to the place of Bina, the degree split into two halves, Galgalta Enaim and Achap, or Mi Ele. This is so, because the ten Sfirot are called Galgalta Enaim, Ozen Chotem Pe, which are Kachab Zon. These are the five letters of the name Elohim, and since the Malchut rose to the place of Binah, it follows that the bottom hay of Havaya was established as a place of coupling in Nikveyanaim. And the point, the bottom hay, Malchut rose to being a thought, Bina. It is so because she rose in her place and became the coupling of Rosh in the place of Nigveh Naim, where the Rosh ends. The three Sfirot, Achab, fell from the Rosh to the degree below it. This is considered that they did not remain there in the Rosh, but in two vessels, Galgalta and Naim, called Mi, with only lights of Nefesh Ruach, and the three vessels, Achab, called Ele, departed and fell to the degree below it. This discernment is apparent primarily in Paltzuf Yishsut, in which there are only vak of lights in Galgalta Enaim of the vessels, of which reason is called Mi. Rachap, which are the three letters Ele, fell to the degree below it to Zon. Also, Zon have only Galgalta Enaim in lights of Vak, and their Achap fell to the degree below, below them, which are three worlds beyond. When we wish to extend the Mochin of Gadlut to Zon, which are a complete Pertzuf of Ten Sfirot, which are them, themselves divided into Gar and Vak of Gar, Vak of Gadlut and Gar of Gadlut, we need two Iburim, for that two raisings of Man. First, Man is raised to Zon through the top degree, and Mochin are drawn out of Absag of Ak to Yesut. Through these mochin, the point comes out of a thought and arrives arrives at its place, to Malchut. The bottom hay descends from Nikbeyanaim to Peh, and her coupling in the Peh is done as prior to the association. Thus, the three vessels, Achab, Ele, rise to her once more and connect to her degree. And since the five letters, Elohim, 
five vessels have now been completed for her in the Rosh. She also obtains Gar of Lights, and Yisut are completed in ten Sfirot of Lights and ten Sfirot of Vessels. However, when Yisut raise the three letters Ele to them for their completion, Zon rise along with them, since the upper one that descends to the place of the lower one becomes like it. Hence, since the three letters Ele previously felt a Zon, by that they become, they became as a single degree with the Zod. Hence now, that Yesut return and raise the three letters Ele to them, Zon are drawn out with them to Yesut, for they are already attached to one another at a single degree. And since Zon rose with Ele to Yesut, they receive there the Mochin of Yesut. This explains how Yesut raises Zon to Mochin Avak with their letters Ele. Were it not for that, Zon would be unable to raise by themselves, to rise by themselves. For anyone who is lower than his friend is necessarily coarser than him. So how can he rise to him? In this ascent, the unification of the Shema reading was made on the third day of the verse, let the waters be, be gathered onto one place, as well as the lower unification, blessed be the name of the glory of his kingship forever and ever. Through the mochin of Yisut received, they extended to them the three letters of Ele, with whom Zon rose and received mochin of Vak in their inclusion there with Yisut. Since there were only six vessels there, it follows that this whole unification is primarily Yisut, since they are the ones who receive the Mochin, and they are the ones who raise the Zon to them. However, only after Zon obtained the Mochin of Vak and came to their place and through the lower unification extended the Mochin of Vak to the Nukva from the Chaza and below, whose harsh judgment became light. The Zon can rise for Man by themselves to obtain Mochin of Gal. And do not need Ele of Yisut to raise them. This is because they equal, <coughs> they equalize with one another. Since now the whole difference between Yisut and Zon has been revoked. The coarser Zon are the more, 
the more the judgment from your suit is completely sucked out. So even the harsh judgment becomes light of Zun, which is now regarded as white light of Yisut. Hence, Zon rise to Yisut because they are now one without any difference, receiving their Gal of Mochin of Gadlut. Thus, for the purpose of Gal, Zon can rise by themselves without the assistance of Yisut. For this reason, the unification of Gal is considered a special day, as it greatly differs from the unification of Vak, both on the part of the vessels of Zon, since Mochin of Vak rise only half a paltzu from chazen above and from the perspective of the ascent, since zon cannot rise by themselves to mochin These two kinds of ascent are called the first ibul for vak and the second ibul for gal. They apply to all the degrees. For it is possible to extend any degree only in two times.